Hello. Welcome to Giggles and Gratitude. I'm Dina. And I'm Tia. Hello, Miss Tia. Hello, little one. You know what it is? What is what? It's February. I don't want to talk about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Y'all seen a lot of memes that said January was really long. Was it ever going to end? January was a really bad year. That kind of thing. But And they were funny, but I don't agree with that. I feel like, wow, it's February all of a sudden. And we've gone through a lot of winter. I mean, we're February is kind of like the Wednesday of winter. You know, it's like the hump month of winter. Now we're kind of going downhill towards spring. Yeah. Uh, what? How do you feel about February? I don't like January, nor do I like February, okay. period. Are they just kind of like vomit twin mites. brothers? Yeah, you know, they're just vomit mites. I'm grateful to be alive, but they're vomit mites. I mean, they're, they're usually cold. However, we've had exceptionally warm weather for the few couple of days. I know. Uh, February's really showing its butt, yeah. isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's <laughs> look what I can do. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so far, I'm a fan. I was just thinking about February, and it's really full. Like, we had Groundhog Day. It's Black History Month, the whole month. It's Heart Health Month. It's uh, Valentine's Day, of course. President's Day. I don't know if I'm missing anything. So, it's kind of like jam-packed. Like, everything's jammed into February, so you get distracted by how vomit it is, as you say. <laughs> no, I just kind of think that you go from Christmas to Valentine's. It's like a never-ending giving <laughs> something. Or getting. Possibly getting. Well, <laughs> okay. Of course you would say that. And we'll actually be talking about some of those things in our yikeses this month. Tia doesn't know that, but mm. that's kind of a little tease because, I mean, they are popular holidays, I think. Um, but let's talk a little bit about Groundhog Day. This is just things that made notes that I made through the week. And um, it was February the 2nd. And my mother and I were kind of not arguing, but disagreeing on if he sees his shadow, what's that mean? If he doesn't see his shadow, what that mean? What does that mean? And if he sees his shadow, of course, he gets scared. He runs back in to his hole and won't come back out. So right. that means spring will be later, right? Six weeks right. later. Well, according to Puxtani Phil, he didn't see his shadow. So that means we're going to have six weeks early spring. Good. Right. So my, my mom thought it was the opposite. But, so I Googled it, as I'm known to do. And Puxtani Phil has only been right 30% of the time in the last 10 oh, years. Oh, good. <laughs> Yay. So if you had a job to do, Tia, you've had several jobs. And you only did it well 30% of the time. Do you think you'd still have a job? <laughs> no. I would have been fired a long time ago. <laughs> right. But in all fairness, Puxatawney Phil, they've been doing this tradition since 1887, which is 137 years. And groundhogs only live like two to three years. So I did a little math, and you know how I hate to do that. <laughs> that means there's probably about 46 different Puxatawney Phils. So, I mean... <laughs> You can't really judge. You have to take each Puxatawney Phil for his record. I mean, I don't think you can lump them all together. That would be like stereotyping. So maybe maybe he's right this time. I don't know. It's possible. <laughs> but she was Googling about it. And uh, Puxatawney Phil is called that, obviously, because it's in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. But it's also in Gobbler's Knob. Which, oh, wow. 
There's so many jokes that race through my mind that I can't even say. I know. No. No. You can't. So I Googled Gobbler's Knob. Oh, wow. And then here we go. (laughs) I didn't click on images. That probably would have been scary. Mm -hmm. But the gobblers, they said it's either because there was a big, um, I don't know what turkeys are called. Like a crow is a murder of crows. Flock of seagulls. I don't know what turkeys are called. I should have looked that up. Maybe we can Google it here in a second. Turkeys? No, you know, like the group. A group of turkeys? It's a group. (laughs) (laughs) It's a gobbler of turkeys. No. It's a gobbler convention. That's what it is. It's a gobbler convention. You no need to look it up. Yeah, we don't need to know everything, do we? Well, it's gobbler. It's called gobbler either because there was a big group, whatever they're called, of turkeys and that used to live there called rafters or it's because hunters would gather in this area it's like a hill because a knob is a hill right very standout hill it's not what you were thinking to you god potty mine what <laughs> no that's exactly what i was thinking thank you very much but a knob they would go up on the knob after they had been hunting in the trees and would gobble cook and gobble you know like build a fire and eat their what do you call it, their kill i guess so that could have been the gobbling, but I'd rather think it was the, a lot of turkeys rather than eating a bunch of little woodland creatures. Mm. <laughs> so that's probably more than you wanted to know about Groundhog Day. But I know I'm welcome the knowledge. Really? Yeah. Does it fascinate course. you? Like you say, February's been really sunny, so I'm grateful for that, and I learned a new word. I'm glad you said that because there's a word called. Apricity, A-P-R-I-C-I-T-Y, and that's the feeling of when it's really cold, when you're in winter, but then the sun hits you. You know, like if you stand in the sun, it feels so good, and you get in the shade, and you're like, oh, God, it's really Mm -hmm. cold out here. I don't need a jacket. I do need a jacket. You're in the car. You're sweating. You get out. You're freezing. So the good part, the warm part, is called apricity. Do you think you'll remember that in music? The warm part is called apricity? Yeah, when that heat of the winter sun hits you. That's my favorite word. I love to be warm. Yeah. I have, I love to, would you use it as, I love to have a prissity or would I say, I'm a (laughs) prissity. Well, it's a noun. Noun, okay. I don't know what the conjugation, a priss, a priss, a prissity, a prissness, a prissness, a prissity. That's a good question. I don't know. You just learned it. I shouldn't have taught you unless I knew all about it. I know. You shouldn't have. (laughs) What's bad? I'm, I'm. I'm loving the apricity I'm feeling right now. I guess in a place of warmth, but it's partic- in particular sun in wintertime. So. Oh, I know I am. <laughs> I'm bundled up, and it's 60-something degrees. <laughs> well, what's on your mind today, Tia? I've just been blabbing and blabbing. Oh, I just, when I was doing my devotions this morning, mm-hmm. this one just stood out to oh, me. Okay, Do cool. you mind? No. It's um, in Jesus Calling. This will undo the gobbler's knob. <laughs> what? This will undo our gobbler's knob conversation. And, of course, um, everybody knows it's Sarah Young. Um, it's who? This is, you can tell, it's... You have read that a lot. A lot. I read you it every single it. year. I do. I love it. Okay. Okay, so today's was, Bring me your weakness and receive my peace. Accept yourself and your circumstances just as they are, remembering that I am sovereign over everything. Do not wear yourself out with analyzing and planning. 
Instead, let thankfulness and trust be your gods through this day. They will keep you close to me. As you live in the radiance of my presence, my peace shines upon you. You will cease to notice how weak or strong you feel because you will be focusing on me. The best way to get through this day is step by step with me. Continue this intimate journey, trusting that the path you are following is headed for heaven. Tia, that is Isn't that wonderful. Pretty? It's wonderful. And I and will you take that to heart? I think that really applies to your Well no, I'm just saying just in my journey, step by step. Because we're in training, and that just oh, really got me where I was, because my body was hurting today. Oh, yeah. And so I was just like, just step by step, and just, I'm going to concentrate on nothing but. Well, I was talking about the um, try not to analyze, and mm-hmm. what, was, what was that line? Oh, do not wear yourself out with analyzing and planning. Instead... <laughs> Let thankfulness and trust be your guides to this day. Yeah. I selfishly like it when you analyze and plan because then I don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but funny. I would like for you That's to have more right peace there. than I that. Care, I don't care who you are. That's funny right You know there. it's true. <laughs> I really, really love that. That was really nice. I did too. Nice. So what did you do this week? Oh, well, we had a shower. Mm-hmm. Baby and, shower. Yeah, baby shower. We didn't have a shower. We didn't have a shower. <laughs> no, we didn't. But, like, what kind of show is that this? Was, that was wonderful. And I think that my niece was just absolutely just tickled to death. And then her and some of her girlfriends came over. I was just tickled to see all of them. And, uh-huh. the, you know, I'm much older than all of them. But it was just it was just a really really good time, and um, I actually got to spend time around my niece's husband's sister, which I haven't a whole lot. Niece's husband's niece's husband's sister. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I haven't, you know, and her two children. Oh, great! And it was just wonderful. It was just a yummy, yummy, yummy thing. Well, that's awesome. Yes, it was. And imagine. With Greg and myself here, I'm counting us. There was nine that spent the night, and then <laughs> slumber party. Yeah, yay! <laughs> and then Myra and Dan that came from Alabama. Uh, my friends, I've been friends with them forever. Uh, they said we're gonna drop by on our way back. I was like, okay, um, I might have people asleep on my couch because Greg goes. <laughs> He went and got a cup of coffee in the kitchen. He goes, there's people asleep. Because he went to bed first. So he had no idea uh-huh. that everybody was here. And so he's like, do I just need to stay in here? And I said, maybe. So it's he just like have. college again. It's yeah, like- it is. It was, yes. Like Except those wee little ones. Yeah. You know, they were just so cute. Oh, that's great. You're a good hostess. I saw my friend this week that I've been trying to get together with for a while and it's just always been one thing or another. I didn't I was sick, she was sick. The snow happened, snow apocalypse happened and we were going to have a <laughs> doggy play date. And we finally got it together and spent a few just a few hours together and we had a cup of cup of tea. She made me like 
fresh tea in a little ball, which was Ooh. fresh, yeah, peppermint tea. And we watched the dogs play. She has a Havanese. Her name's Hazel, the Havanese. And I thought, what is a Havanese? And a Havanese is a Bichon Frise and a Maltese mm-hmm. mix. And sometimes a Bolognese mixed in there, which I thought was like a tomato sauce and pasta sauce. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> But it mixes together to be a really cute little dog. Their eyes are kind of close together. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen them, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Have you ever had one of all the dogs you've had? No, have had I have not. Great personality. Of course, Boogie was a is a little smaller, and he was on her back jumping and just fighting, fighting, and she was just kind of putting up with it. But she tolerates him, and it was really nice to to catch up with with her. So that was just a nice little gratitude. Quick, yes, it's a gratitude. That's a huge gratitude yeah. right there. Because she always lifts me up. You know, she always. Is very positive and makes me feel hopeful, you know, and, and she's happy. a Christian. Yeah, and she's yeah. just, we just mesh really well, you know, so it's. That's And awesome. for Boogie to get that energy out, because Boogie's a dog's dog. I'm sure I've said it before. Some <laughs> dogs think they're people. Boogie thinks he's a dog. <laughs> he's well, like, where are my people? <laughs> where are my people? <laughs> so that was fun. So I enjoyed that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, sweet little gratitude. Okay, well, do you care if I share another? No, I'd love it. Because this one touched me, too. Oh, great. I just had a lot, actually. Uh, but anyway, this one said, and this is by Dr. Jeremiah. Oh, I know you love him. I love him. <laughs> okay. He says, the film Jesus Revolution, released in February 2023, tells the story of the beginnings of the Jesus movement in Southern California in the early 1960s. Chuck Smith was a pastor of a small church called Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa, where he faced a whole lot of challenges for allowing hippies to worship in his church. (laughs) Not hippies. I know. (laughs) Resistance at first. Smith opened his church doors, which led him to becoming the unofficial founding pastor of the Jesus Revolution which saw tens of thousands of young people committing their lives to Christ, embracing those who are not like us can be a challenge. Thankfully, Chuck Smith had, and we have a good example to follow, Jesus Christ. He was constantly criticized by religious leaders of his day for associating with tax collectors and Mm -hmm. sinners like Zacchaeus, a Jew employed by the Romans to collect taxes, and Mary Magdalene, a woman of questionable past. Jesus, Jesus' reason for embracing these outcasts, it is the sick, not the well, who need a physician. I do not come to call on the righteous, but the sinners. Let us all follow Jesus' example, those he would embrace and call to himself. Let us embrace as well. I never knew that story. I mean, I knew of the the Jesus movement because there's been several. Yeah. I just never knew the particulars of it. And that right. just kind of like, wow. Yeah, I haven't seen that It's fascinating. Movie. Yeah. I kind of knew what it was about, but I mm-hmm. haven't seen it. But yeah, that is. Okay, when I was reading, I saw your head just like, <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, she knows all about this. No, no, you did. You told me something I didn't know. It's a movie that I wanted to see. That's probably why I was nodding. But, yeah, that's true. And that's I think that's one of the, 
I don't want to say downfalls, but what holds people, some people back from um, welcoming in um, the possibility of learning about Jesus is that they feel like they can't belong because they're not part of that group. You know, they're going, I'm going to be rejected because probably through the years of their life, some, some misguided Christians have made them feel like, no, you're not welcome because you're not dressed right or you have tattoos or long hair back in the 60s, of course. And so I think that's great that that's what it's all about. I know you're exactly right because Jesus accepts everyone. No one is left out. No one is shunned or put aside because he just loves us all. And wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if all of us would do the same? Mm-hmm. It's That's tough exactly because we're mortals. what I think. <laughs> yeah, I think we all have our... You know, you can hear, uh, they wouldn't let in hippies, and you think, well, that's ridiculous, because you don't have a problem with somebody with long hair, and hippies, I guess, are really not even a thing anymore. It's just... I know, but you run into people that have long hair, or tattoos, Mm -hmm. or, you know, like my church that I go to, I mean, especially in the spring, and the summer, and the fall, I mean, there's a whole load of Harleys that actually (laughs) park, like, up front. Yeah. And... There, nobody really even thinks anything about it. And there's red, yellow, black, and white. Mm. And it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's the way we all should be. It is. And like I said, I think we all have our little our little trigger that maybe, oh, well, that person makes me nervous to come in. You know, I don't have a problem with these, these, these. But if we're honest, there's always somebody that might make us a little uncomfortable. And that's something we all have to overcome. You know? Right. Like, well, you did this, so you couldn't possibly be... Um, accepted the way you are right now. But you're right, that's a place for the sick. Like you said, that's a place to get better. And everybody in the church is struggling with something. I know, know, everybody in the church is sick. Because there's nobody's perfect. Nobody except Jesus was perfect. Mm -hmm. So all of us are. And so we just all need to just realize that is the case. And then just try to love and welcome people even though you might not believe in their beliefs, even though you might not, you know, even accept how they live or what they do for a living or anything, mm-hmm. the point of it is, is we're, we're just to accept. That doesn't mean you have to condone it. You can just say, I just love you as you are, because that's exactly what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Tia, this is not deep or meaningful or devotional or anything. It's just just another note I had in my weekly diary that Billy Joel released a new song, which is kind of a blast from the past. Mm-hmm. Or were you a the Billy music Joel? man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's called Turn the Lights Back On. Mm-hmm. Have you, have you heard it? I heard clips of it. Isn't it pretty? Yes, it is very yeah. pretty. It's just the typical melody you would expect from Billy Joel. And his mm-hmm. voice sounds just spot on like it did years ago. You know, a lot of these... People who were big when we were in school or whatever, that their voices are, you know, your throat ages and atrophies. And you're, you're, yeah. you go to a concert and you're like, oh, honey, I don't know about this. <laughs> but he sounded just the same to yeah. me. But the lyrics, just one of the little lyrics was, um, I'm late, but I'm here right now. Though I used to be romantic, I forgot somehow. Time can make you blind, but I see you now. As we're laying in the darkness, did I wait too long to turn the lights back on? I was just thinking, you know, the month of February and love. Even though I'm not in a relationship, I love love. I appreciate love. 
I want relationships to work. And I think that's just something all couples go through where I just realize I've been taking you for granted or not being romantic like I used to, or, or you know, everybody goes through that, of course. But I just think that was a really sweet lyric. Right. Is it too late to turn the lights back on? Right. I, I thought it was gorgeous. Did you? Oh, good. oh for sure. Yeah. I did. I think I'm going to download that. So I was a big Billy Joel fan. Now, he can't seem to make a marriage. Well, I'm going to say that. He's been married a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, maybe like the seventh time's a charm. I don't know. That's bad. Bad Dina. Okay. Do you have anything else, little chicken? Um, yes. One thing I would just like to have as, uh, I'm just asking for prayer. Oh, um, okay. My friend that has ALS, uh-huh. he had to go to the emergency room last night. Oh, no. And um, he's back at home, and they were in the emergency room for like seven or eight hours. It was, I know you've already been there, done that, and bought the t-shirt over and over and over again. It's just. It's insane. Yeah, it is. And, but anyway, they think that they know what, you know, was causing his discomfort because he was even. You know, throwing up some blood and stuff. Oh, my goodness. That's not good. So, anyway, he's back home, and my husband was actually going to go watch the ball game with him oh. um, last night, but it it didn't, it doesn't, or didn't start until like 8.30 mm-hmm. last night. And so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of You'd late. have to spend the night and have a slumber party. <laughs> yeah, he would have to spend the night and have a slumber party. Yeah. My mother was like, I'm going to take a nap right now so that I can walk with you later. <laughs> i gotta got to train for this late night ball game. <laughs> you do, almost. <laughs> well, I just wanted to call you out a little bit, Tia. Tia and I were looking for equipment. We're going to have a, our YouTube channel. We're going to start doing videos, and it requires some thinking and planning and equipment buying, so we decided to go ask consult with someone at a uh, yeah, what would you call it, electronic store? I don't want to say mm-hmm. the name of it. And uh, we we happened to be helped by a very attractive young man. <laughs> Extremely. Yeah, and he was in great shape. Extremely. And he said, uh, let's go over here and look at these microphones over here. And as he was walking away, T and I had a little private, confidential conversation about his physique and how he looked like he was very healthy. <laughs> No, we did not have a private conversation. It I was said, implied. Wow. <laughs> I bet he doesn't work out. That's exactly what I said. His, I said his body is beautiful. Yeah. That's exactly uh, what I said. Yeah. And I said, well, he's beautiful from head to toe. He doesn't know we're saying this, of course. We get to the section and we start talking to him. He talks about how he has a fitness channel. And I said, well, that's funny because my friend Tia was just talking about how you look like you really work out. And she said, no, actually, here's what we said. <laughs> No, I just told him. I said you are a very, very gorgeous man. I don't know how old he, he, is. Why? I, 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 I mean, what? I'd say he's way young. But well, I mean, okay, whether he, he, is a beautiful specimen of a man. <laughs> period. I mean, he was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is beautiful. Yeah. Period. I think he needed to be. I'm sorry. I will say anything. Oh, I, I know. You'll I say mean, anything. I have no filters. <laughs> I'll just say, man, you were so pretty. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I did that, that to women mind. as well. I know. I've heard you do that. I've heard you. I just need to keep in mind that if we have a conversation, it's going to get told. <laughs> okay. Well, then don't talk. 
and then walk way behind me and just say, I don't know if I'm going to know her or not. What if I say, this is going to stay in the vault? What if I say that first? It's not, I, no, I, I can't do that because it, it's just like, Bleh. okay, I'll remember that. Sorry. <laughs> so that was a good giggle. Yeah, that, that was, was a great giggle. giggle. And I had an unexpected one. I just remembered. And then you want to go after that? After this giggle? Anything yeah, else? I'm, yeah okay. I'm good. All right. I stopped at the, uh, quick. I stopped at the gym uh, before we recorded and did two miles. Mm-hmm. And uh, quick. And while I'm on the treadmill, you know, I just people watch as I'm doing that. And these precious, two precious little men, old men, came in to work out together, probably like doctor's orders, like physical therapy or whatever. And bless their hearts, and one of them was wearing a straw cowboy hat and blue jeans and boots and a flannel shirt. No. <laughs> the other one. No. The other one had on dicky overalls. <laughs> no. A long beard. And I guess they were, what do you call those boots that are like, have metal in them? Steel toe boot, kind of work boots. Yeah. And they were just on there, just working their little hearts out. I think it's against the rules, but no one said anything. But I thought, at least they're trying. Well, (laughs) (laughs) it looked like Willie Nelson and Grandpa Jones went to the gym. (laughs) 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 On that note, then there's Elmer. Their little hearts. All right, so we got a safe room for uh, Tia time. If you've never listened before, st- even though there's going to be music, Tia's coming back with a always an inspirational, special thing to say. In my opinion, I think everybody loves it. So stick around, and Tia time is up next. I love you, Tia. I love you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, today I am going to do a sister, I am with you, and this one was written by Amy Weatherly. I like people who begin by blurting out something overly personal. I like people who aren't afraid to walk around with a stain on their shirt. I like people who ugly laugh at their own jokes. I like people who give compliments to strangers in the grocery store and make friends when they're washing their hands in the bathroom. I like people who get passionate about ideas and excited about others' success stories. I like people who live a little outside of the box, who march to the beat of a different drum, and who make their mission to help those around them. I like people who own their own failures and apologize easily. I like people who know who they are deep down inside and let that person shine like crazy. I like people who tell the truth. I like people who can joke often and don't take themselves too seriously. I like people who love so much they don't make room for the drama or petty behavior, only more love. I like people who like people. I like people who like books. I like people who like stupid TV shows and who throw simple parties with pizza and paper plates. I like people who stop by just to say hello and bring your favorite 
sonic drink with them. I like people who have their own opinions but aren't threatened by having your opinion as well. I like people who laugh at their unwashed hair and admit when they forgot to brush their teeth. I like people who share all their favorite recipes and let you try their favorite makeup before you buy it and brag about getting their dress from the clearance rack. I like people who ask for help. I like people who show up. I like people who don't feel the need to show off. I like people who don't pick up before you come over and people who don't pick fights where fights don't belong. I like people who say, bring whoever you want. I like people who build bigger tables and greet every single person with a warm hello as if they were best friends for years. I like people whose eyes get bright when they talk about their passions and people whose voice gets louder when they sing their favorite song. I like people who build businesses and who build everyone up around them. I like people who aren't perfect. I like people who aren't cool. I like people who aren't trying to keep up with everyone else. I like people who aren't trying to be someone they were never made to be. I like people who are so real it hurts and it makes other people uncomfortable. I love all people, but man, there's a special place in my heart for the messy ones. Again, that was by Amy Weatherly. That the entire thing gave me chills from the top of my head to the end of my toes because that's how all of us actually need to be and that's actually loving everyone for where they are at the moment you meet them and love them regardless. I hope everybody has a blessed week.